Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello, good day, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It is July 5th. This is the Modernizer Die podcast, CFML News Edition, episode 155. I am Eric Peterson, and I am joined by Mr. Daniel Garcia. How are you doing, Daniel? <clears throat> I am good. I apologize if I cough. I will try to mute that, but uh, it's one of those one of those weeks. One of those <clears throat> weeks. Well, we hope all of you that uh, are in the States had a fun holiday weekend and didn't do anything too crazy. Uh, lots of fun explosions around you in the best way possible. <laughs> Hopefully everyone has 10 fingers and 10 toes still. And minimal burns. Minimal burns. <clears throat> yeah, I saw a meme the other day like saying, you know, it's unfortunate that going into the weekend, somebody doesn't realize that they could come out of this weekend with less than 10 fingers. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> well, I'll, no, all safe here at, the, at my household, so. Nice. Hopefully yours as well, yep. Here too. Why can't I see the chat, Eric? Why? Why? <laughs> Not sure. <clears throat> oh well. Okay. So anyway, moving on. We want to say thanks to our sponsors and order solutions, the makers of Coldbox, Grandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and all your favorite boxes out there. A few ways to come to the conference, have a few laps, see Eric and I, and several of our team members. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. You can help orders reach for the stars by starring and forking your repos or use Eric's cool little uh, command box, GitHub, star dependency, star thingy, checker, starer. Um, <clears throat> you can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps. You can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast. We've been releasing new content every week. Um, we have a box live store. Uh, you can go buy some nice merch. I need to do that too, Eric. I, there's, I want to get, I really want that command box shirt. Servers are up. Um, and you can also buy the 102 cold box HMVC quick tips and tricks on Gumroad. You know, on that box live <coughs> store, like my kids look on it and go, Dad, why haven't you gotten me the ninja shirt yet? It's like a ninja coder. And I'm like, I. I don't have a good reason. And so, you know, there's lots of stuff there. If you're thinking it's just like eh, a couple t-shirts, it's some pretty neat stuff that even your kids might like. So check it out. We'd also like to say thank you to our Patreons. We have 36 Patreon supporters providing 100% of the funding for this podcast. We are also 43% of the way to fund the hosting of Forgebox, which is the premier CFML package repository. So thank you so much. We're going to tell you more at the end of the episode about how you two can sponsor on Patreon and some of the perks that come <coughs> along with that. Okay. Well, let's jump into some news and announcements here. In case you missed it, we announced the Ordis Cold Fusion Summit training workshop. So this is going to be the workshop that Ordis puts on after Cold Fusion Summit in Vegas. It will be on October 5th and 6th, right after the conference, led by Luis Mahano and Gavin Picken. Early repricing is in effect right now for $7.99 for that two-day conference. 
hosted in the executive hospitality suite of the Aria. Um, it's a pretty fun thing if you've never been to any of these post-CF Summit conferences. We rent out one of their best suites in these uh, crazy casino hotels, and we all get to pile in and have fun and learn and lots of fun snacks, things like that. So we will we have pasted the Eventbrite into the chat, and we'll have it in the show notes. Go ahead and sign up for that. This is the... Uh, new cold box zero to mega hero. So because you're there for two mega days, hero, we're gonna take you. We're mm. gonna take you two levels at once. Raise that that training level up for you. So it's oh, gonna be man. a great one. I hope to see you there. I didn't know it was a mega hero. That's awesome. Okay, <clears throat> so we have some into the box updates. Into the box early bird ticket pricing is over. So sad. We did extend it for the 4th of July, but that is not Uber 2. So sad. <clears throat> um, we are announcing that our pre-conference second set of speakers. Uh, due to COVID and other reasons, some of the CFML speakers will not be able to make this year's into the box, so we want to include them anyway. So we are going to have the pre-conference third track, which is going to be the week before into the box, um, and we're happy to announce some of our speakers. <clears throat> so first of all, the format is going to be like kind of like our dev week format. Um, it's going to be Monday, August 29th through Friday, September 2nd. Each day we'll have two sessions at 11 a.m. Chicago time and 2 p.m. Chicago time. I mean, central time. Sessions will be live with Q&A via Zoom for in-the-box attendee ticket holders. Very important. This is an add-on for the in-the-box attendees. Uh, the recorded sessions will be provided to the in-the-box attendees for download to watch prior to the conference on a plane, for example, in case you cannot attend the live sessions. I know Gavin likes watching videos on planes. Um, <clears throat> we also have a viewing area on site, which will kind of act like a third track at the conference. So if you missed it in the, the week before and didn't download it and wanted to catch it while you're there, you can do that as well. So some of our confirmed speakers are Mark Takata, Charlie Earhart, Ray Camden, Matthew Clemente, Brian Rinaldi, and Kai Koenig. So very cool. Thank you to all the speakers and it's going to be exciting. It's coming up very soon. And while we did say that, unfortunately, you have missed both the Super Early Bird and the Early Bird, you can still buy tickets. <laughs> we still want you to come. Um, go ahead and check it out on IntoTheBox.org. You can register now um, for the normal price. I don't think we're raising it after, but that could be kind of funny <clears throat> to be like you're the late bird and now you have to pay an extra $50 or something. Oh, man. Um, it'd be funny. It wouldn't be nice to pay for that, so we won't do that. <coughs> Don't worry. <laughs> the mega the mega bird the mega bird <laughs> all righty um so we have some new releases and updates this one made me very excited there was a post in the cold fusion slack channel or the cfml slack channel by mark takata about signing up for the cold fusion builder extension for vs code signing up for a beta for that mm -hmm. and um i <laughs> i immediately signed up not i don't know if order will matter on there but this has been highly expected and looked forward to from the community to see what adobe has uh come up with here so as far as i know nothing's launched yet either that or i'm just not lucky enough to be in the <coughs> um but yeah we'll put, post the link to the sign up form if you're interested in signing up for oh, that and sorry. you can bet that we will be talking about it at length should any of us be lucky enough to get into the beta? 
sorry, I can only paste that link. You were talking about it, and I was just like dreaming about it, and that's right. why I was the link. I'm just, <clears throat> I I don't know how they went about it, but if there is some sort of cold fusion language server attached, it's going to make me a very happy Eric. <laughs> uh oh, the uh, the link is too long for me to post to the chat. What do I do? Uh, you let me handle that while you go on to the next <clears throat> item. Perfect. Teamwork makes the dream work. So also, in case you missed it, Codebox 6.7.0 was released. Uh, lots of cool features. Um, it also includes some of its standalone companion libraries like Cashbox, Logbox, and Wirebox. Action pack release for all internal libraries, including event caching, HTTP response codes, Wirebox performance improvements, new Codebox testing virtual apps, scheduled tasks, exception handling, Codebox schedulers, automatic injection, scheduled tasks, start end dates, X task, easily disabling of tasks, just like you would disable tests. Um, schedule tasks, singular time units, safe shutdown of executor, executors and schedulers for attribute, in sync, interceptors data, and RM event handling. <sighs> That's a lungful. <laughs> Lots of cool true. stuff. Lots of cool stuff. Go check it out. <clears throat> All righty. Let's talk about some webinars, meetups, and workshops coming up then. Okay. Uh, are you posting the link for the beta or for the 670? I definitely will. <clears throat> oh, look, this is highlighted for me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> the online CF meetup, planning and building my developer feud quiz API with Gavin Pickin. It's going to be this Thursday, July 7th, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. This session is going to go over how to build and plan out his developer feud quiz. He's going to analyze and plan the app, starting with user stories and then mapping that to the database models and start building out the uh, API using cruddy by design philosophies. I know, Eric, you're a very cruddy by design yourself. I mean, fan of cruddy by design yourself. You I, told I, me I about do it. Have lo I do do <clears throat> lots of cruddy design, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, well, mine's not cruddy, it's something else, but I'm learning. <laughs> but uh, we'll shell out our TV styles and create a couple of resources and routes. And so we got the meetup link there. Check it out. It's going to be fun. Now, I don't think we have it officially planned yet, but I keep pushing uh, Gavin and really the whole Ordis team that I think it would be fun to use this and play like an Ordis developer feud at Into the Box. Um, I, I, got to go, I got to go to see if Camp, the one right before COVID, <clears throat> so 2019, and they they had something similar. I, I don't think they like named it developer feud or anything like that, but it was a game show-like thing, and it was hilarious and a great time, and I've wanted to bring that to into the box since. So, you know, no I, pressure, I Gavin, Gavin, but get it done. He's thinking about it. <laughs> he's definitely talking about it. You know, Gavin. <clears throat> for those of you who are listening, wondering why we kept talking about our cruddy design, um, we are talking about the acronym uh, CRUD: Create, Read, Update, Delete. And if you're interested in more, just come and see the webinar. See what we're talking about there. I feel like I should post that link somewhere too. We were just talking about this in the box team last week as well. I was going to ping you on it, but I think you were on vacation. I don't want to bother you. I wouldn't have gotten anyways. I was, <laughs> I was out of all internet cell range anything for Off the grid. five days. <clears throat> nice. I need to do that. All right. Well, in case you missed it, we had coding with the Kiwi and friends this last week with Daniel Garcia uh -huh. here. Talking, talking about open API and swagger docs. And so they went through a lot of different content there about open API, swagger documentation, 
other tools around that, the CB Swagger and CB Swagger UI modules. So you can check that out on CF Casts. Uh, so another great reason to subscribe if you haven't already. This week, there will be no uh, live stream coding with the Kiwi and Friends. Gavin will be back next week, though. So Chase, stay tuned ne- this <clears throat> next week on the podcast to hear what he's going to be going over. Yep, and it's a fun time. So if you're uh, when we do it live, it's for Patreon supporters. But come out, check us out. Uh, I know Gavin had an agenda last week, and we kind of veered off a little bit, but that's awesome because we had some really good discussion about doing some things with uh, different ways of doing some of the tests and swagger stuff that I didn't even think about. I know David Bellinger was there and had some cool ideas, and yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. You should check it out if you can. <clears throat> and if you aren't a Patreon, this is a great excuse to join and. And come join us. So coming up, we got some Adobe workshops. Um, Tuesday, August 9th, um, from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Holy cow. What is AEST? Is that a typo? Uh, probably not. Probably <clears throat> the time zone that we're not as familiar with. <laughs> Brian Sappy is going to do one. We'll post the link. Uh, another one is going to be on August 18th. Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, making games with Adobe Code Fusion and Mark Takata. And we'll have some others that we'll post up. They're all free. So Australian Eastern Eastern Standard Time. Wow, that's a new one for me. I thought maybe, you know, somebody just typoed it. (laughs) Um, If you're wondering why these uh, Adobe events, uh, these workshops are not coming until August, we will talk about that in a minute because remember there is an Adobe Developer Week this month. So we'll get into that here in our conferences and trainings. And I heard that after the Adobe Developer Week, that is when they may potentially be launching the VS Code extension. I do believe there's some people talking mm-hmm. about it. So that that makes sense. I agree. All right. Uh, we have some CFCast updates to go over. Released this last week, we had the latest in the Logbox 101 series on the database appender. We had a some more in the Publish Your First Forgebox package about organizations in the Forgebox admin. We've mentioned the Coding with the Kiwi live, live stream that was published, as well as updating the Forgebox module and VS Code videos for last week. Uh, coming soon, we have more Logbox 101 goodness. As I mentioned, we're going to go through each one of the appenders as well as create our own before we end the series. And um, look forward to a new series, Boxifying a Third-Party Library with Mr. Gavin Picken. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to keep up with the links. There's just so much content. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. <clears throat> and your Logbox 101 is on my list, Eric. I definitely want to want to catch that. You know, the, the Logbox 101 was a series I made because I kept wanting it for myself. <laughs> like, every time I got in, I'm like, ah, oh, no, nah, what's, the, what's the rule here? What's the syntax? What What's the specifics of this? I'm like, I just need to make a series so that when I forget, I can go pick up the video. <laughs> Much appreciated, because yeah. we're watching it. <clears throat> okay, conferences and trainings, right? Yep. Moving on. Okay, so Quasar Kampf is coming up this Saturday, July 9th at 3 p.m. GMT. Um, all things Quasar or View. So I believe that's a free conference. 
Do we? Do you know if we have a link to the actual conference instead <coughs> of just oh. the call for speakers? <laughs> so I'll send you to look for that as I talk about the next conference. Because right now all I have is a link for the call to speakers. I'll look. So awesome. These are okay. The next conference we want to talk about is that conference. That conference. That conference, which is out in Texas and in Wisconsin. We're going to mostly talk about the Wisconsin one because Daniel Garcia here is speaking at that. That is yes. July 25th through 28th, the end of this month. Daniel's going to be speaking on, I know it's API stuff and swagger stuff. I don't know the title. Easy API development and testing using Postman, Webhook.site, and Ngrok to enhance your workflow. Thank you for looking that up because I didn't remember it off the top of my head either. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to look it up. So um, that, <clears throat> that conference, end of the month, we'll have the link in the show notes. Yep. And Daniel will be uh, working on updating that presentation this week. <laughs> that's, that's really, here's the inside baseball for anybody who hasn't spoken to the conference. You put in your topic and then it makes you write the topic, you know? <laughs> so. If you're ever like, oh, I don't have a talk ready, that's normal. Like, <laughs> put in the idea and you'll be ready. Well, it's even worse. This is one that I, I'm repurposing it from last year's end of the box because it's such a great topic for me. Um, but I still have to go through and, you know, update it. And there's a new version of NGROC that came out since then, and I got to play with that and make sure nothing's breaking in my demos. And that's a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot. <clears throat> oh, you found, I didn't find the Quasar account. I didn't find a website for QuasarConf, but I did find an updated speakers and schedules as well as a link to their YouTube. So that's coming up uh, this Saturday. Yeah, July 9th. Okay, so um, we mentioned it a couple times already, but Adobe Developer Week 2022, July 18th through 22nd. It is online, it is virtual, and best of all, it's free. So uh, the Adobe CF Developer Week is back, bigger and better than ever. This year, experts are gearing to host a series of webinars on all things computing. This is your chance to learn with them, get your questions answered, and build cloud-native apps with ease. Speakers have been announced. The agenda has been announced. I believe we've got a couple of Ortusians that you can hang out with, uh, Gavin and Luis, as well as a bunch of other really cool people, some of them even hanging out in this chat. Looking at you, Charlie. <laughs> and others, but I know Charlie. You can go and check out the agenda on their website now. Uh, one nice thing about this is there's no, there's not multiple tracks, just one track. So <coughs> you don't miss any that you would like. But I see on July 19th, first session of the day, a sneak peek into Cold Fusion Builder on VS Code. Boom. So that is on my schedule. Me too. I think they're going to have a couple sessions because Mark was saying there's just so much goodness with an builder that they couldn't just contain it to one session. There's only one problem with that session and that it's at 7.30 in the morning <clears throat> my time. Which is, oh, come on, man. guys. Well, I'm sure they'll record these, right? And make them available. Oh, I'm sure too, yeah. I'm mostly teasing them. Time zone sucks. It's hard to get a time that works for everybody. <laughs> But aren't you the guy, Eric, that stays up like till midnight to catch the latest episodes of whatever? Uh, on 1 a.m., thank you very much. It's midnight <laughs> Pacific time. And oh, that's man. why I can't be waking up at 7.30. <laughs> I'm just joking. 
my kids make sure I wake up before then. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we have mentioned Vue.js Forge before, so this is the event put on by Vue School to build a Twilit. Not hold on, Trello clone, something with a T, <laughs> a Trello clone together. You can sign up as an individual or as a company. We will. There is still time to sign up, and um, we will put the link there into the show notes if that's something you're interested in. It is. That was a close one, Eric. <laughs> uh, for, oh, I'm next. Sorry. <clears throat> so, for those like playing the home game, we actually color code our show notes so we can see who does what. And apparently, I'm colorblind today because I keep missing my my cues. Um, so, end of the box, 2022, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. We got the one day workshops before the two day conference. As you mentioned, the super early, mega early, whatever bird pricing has ended. And the extension has ended, but it's still pretty reasonably priced conference. And you can come check us out. And we're always posting up new blog um, entries and content updates. And we're all excited. It's, hey, it's like two months away. Hey, I got to work on my presentations. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're very excited for that. It's going to be jam-packed with great content. Especially for those, I mean, all levels of CFML developers, but if you're looking for advanced content, I think this is the conference for you. It's going to have the the best uh, advanced content that you're going to get in any of these CFML conferences this year. There, I said it. My reputation is staked on it. I agree, especially if you attend Eric's, any of Eric's sessions, you will get the most advanced stuff ever. Oof, Way to up the pressure. Here we go. <laughs> Boom. So I set the bar high. Clear it. All right. <laughs> right after the month after into the box, we have CF Summit October 3rd and 4th. <coughs> we have, they have the Adobe Certified Professional, which is the class and test on October 5th. Also, we have the Orders Workshops October 5th and 6th. So basically that first week in October, just come hang out in Vegas. Let's do some awesome stuff with Cold Fusion. Um, remember, these are $99 tickets, which is impossible. Um, <laughs> this ticket does not cost $99. It costs more. Adobe is very heavily subsidizing it. So take advantage of that. Come <laughs> come, hang out, learn, and eat on Adobe's dime, basically. So we hope to see you there. Uh, grab your early bird tickets, it says. Uh, I believe the call for speakers is closed, though. So hopefully within the next week or so, we get to hear uh, what speakers and sessions we're going to have at this conference. I know I I didn't quite pull a Nolan, and I only put in like five, <clears throat> but I did put in five sessions. <laughs> hopefully one of them's chosen. Oh, man. Pulling a I Nolan like... is like, I think the record we got from him once was like 18. So <laughs> And uh, 18 quality sessions, by the way. <clears throat> yes, yes. Hard to pick. Yeah. And I only did one because I, I don't know. I no worries. Maybe next year I'll do maybe I'll do two next year. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Okay. So oh, hey look, that's pink. Okay. Ortis CF Summit Training Workshop. We announced this a little bit earlier, but the cold box zero to Mega Hero. Rust APIs plus a Vue.js mobile app. 
October 5th and 6th. It's after the CF Summit Conference. It's led by Luis and Gavin. Um, the price is $7.99. It's early bird pricing. It's going to be in the Aria, in the luxurious executive hospitality suite, um, just like it was in 2019. It was 2019 the last time we had one? Yeah, it's the last oh, time we had the in-person CF Summit. Wow. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, Twilight Zone time. Right. Um, so, yeah, hope to see you all there. And as Scott said, most complex talks, so easy anyone can learn. Be careful. They may pick both. Haha, jokes on you, Scott. I only submitted one. <laughs> so, there we go. I'll seed my second one to Eric. <laughs> for, again, for anybody that hasn't really submitted to a conference yet, if you submit multiple and they pick more than one, you can also say, I will only do one. Like, it's okay. <laughs> have um, you ever said that, Eric? Um, I have only ever had more than one picked at Ordis conferences, and since I work for them, uh, <laughs> it's a little different. But uh, but if, if Adobe came back and said we wanted two of yours, we I'd probably only choose one because that's a lot. <laughs> well, plus, you're missing out on all the other great content. Right, exactly. So, My favorite I, I, thing I, I, at Cold Fusion Summit is to sit at the Ordis booth <clears throat> and talk to all you lovely people that come up and talk to us and all the people who've never heard of us. It's just, that's my favorite thing, so. Yeah, that and attending Charlie's sessions. <laughs> Both are equally favorite for me. Oh, Into the Box Latam, 2022, December 7th. More information is coming soon. And our favorite CF Camp, we hope to see in 2023. We will come back then. Yeah, I want to go to that. It's a great one. I can't wait for it to come back. So I've heard. I've heard stories. And it, yeah. Uh, if you are still looking for conferences, you are a glutton for learning. And you can check out comps.tech for more conferences, including the CFML section, which probably just has ours. But still. No, it should have the Adobe ones. I pinged Mark about that before, and he was, he was going to be all over that. Out. We're going to find out. There are oh, two. Oh. Cold Fusion <clears throat> Developer Week is in there, but not mm -hmm. Cold Fusion Summit. Well, yeah. So. Mark's working on it. Okay. Oh, and Charlie put, you are too kind, Dan, and not everyone agrees. I realized, yes, Charlie, I agree. Not everyone thinks I am kind, but that's a little awkward that you should mention it like this, but I, you know what? I always appreciate your honesty. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. We got some fun ones this week. Uh, this one made me so happy. Um, Robert Zender's Command Box Jasper Static Site Generator. So, first off, I just got to know. Maybe put it in your next blog post or something. Robert, do you listen to this? Because just last week I was saying, this is cool. I would love for this to be open source. And look, it's open source. And now all I can think about is, I need to go like wrap this up in a GitHub action and run a site on GitHub pages. Like I'm ready. Let's do this. So um, this post introduces command, uh, command Box Jasper, as well as shows off how to use it to build up your own site. Um, with a static site generator, the idea is you are transforming the code into just plain HTML and CSS that can be stored anywhere uh, and ran anywhere. So you don't need like a server with Java and Cold Fusion running. So I'm very excited to use this. Um, I will definitely be playing with it. He says it needs some help before it gets there. Well, that's what open source is for. 
But yeah, I will be. My blog has been out of commission for a while because I didn't want to keep paying DigitalOcean for <laughs> my dinky little blog. But this is a way for it to come back, and then, then GitHub can do it for free. So nice, and I, I really want to check this one out too. I think you and I were talking about doing some, or not doing it, but just talking about how cool it'd be to have an SSG generator in Command Box, and boom. Yes. So very excited. You can check out the source code um, on his GitHub, which we can throw into the show notes as well, um, and is also on the blog post. So really cool stuff, Robert, and I can't wait personally to jump into it. Oh, I'll paste that. Are you doing it? Done. You pasted the... Oh, okay. Next up, we have a blog post from Ben Nadal about building up a complex object using form, postbacks, and cold fusion. Um, so this is the idea that before single page apps, <laughs> when you wanted to build up <laughs> nested objects, maybe it can take an array of some items, you know, array of relationships. Um, that could be kind of tricky to maintain that state. And one of the ways that was kind of pushed in the ASP.NET frameworks was to take whatever state your object was and encode it in the page as a hidden form field so it gets posted back to you each time. Um, so this blog post goes into looking at how that could work in Cold Fusion. Uh, most of the code has to do with handling the conventions you've set up so that when you um, in this case, he's adding a new contact information for somebody, right? A new type of phone number, if you will. Um, handling the add, the delete, and the edit actions for each of those and what that looks like. Um, I, I like the approach. It's always neat to see how you can handle something without having to reach for, like, I, you know, young Eric programmer here would have been like, I have to have jQuery. It's the only way I can do this and insert multiple inputs into there and manage the state that way. And that works. That 100% works. But this also works. So you may not need JavaScript or jQuery. You may look at this and think, I don't want to do that. I want to stick with Angular or React and all those work. So it's nice to see a different way of doing it as well, though. So, well, what was, so what would old Eric do today? What would old Eric do today or today Eric do today? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, today, Eric would probably be, be trying to write this in Vue.js um, as of using inertia, so I wouldn't have to worry about this. But, but I still think it's a cool approach. So, <laughs> well, to be fair, today's Daniel will look at what today's Eric is doing, wait for him to figure it out, and be like, "Oh, what a cool approach." <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so we've got a tweet. From James Moberg, they updated our MS SQL JDBC libraries from 9.4 to 10.2 for use with ColdFusion. So I just, you know, paste that over. So I just updated the libraries for us. Uh, breaking change, secure by default. So requires adding encrypt equals false to existing connection strings or installing certs. So uh, we'll get this. This is specifically if you use hmm. the uh, Microsoft SQL Server JDBC library that is not included with ColdFusion. So this is the like the separate Java project. So if you've updated 9.4, 10.2, uh, it is a breaking change as noted by the number and uh, handle it accordingly. I'm gonna paste the breaking change because 
If it's breaking, we should put that in the, uh, the chat so people know it's breaking. Anyway, <clears throat> so we have another one, uh, no debugging IP address required, introducing NanoTime. So while reviewing the reports on Lucy's dev form regarding performance differences between using an app-based CFC singleton and global EDF, they thought they released a replacement for Adobe CF timer that they wrote way back in 2013. So we get the link over to that. So if you want to check that out on NanoTime. So CF timer is a tag I actually didn't know existed until like three months ago on a Ben Nadal post or something. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, I just it wasn't one I used. Um, but yeah, I do love the I love the nested bit of it because that's always what, when I'm profiling code. It's like I want to know how long the full block took, and then each little block inside of it, <laughs> make them oh, add maybe. up and make it and, and see what happens there. So. This is James's replacement for that. That now includes nano time. In case you're me wondering. needing to get that small see performance. See if timer was added back at MX7, apparently. Yeah, no, no need to make me feel old. It's okay. <laughs> no, well, you're yeah, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got a, a neat one on this next one on the CF Alive podcast, episode 116, with Zach Spitzer. It was Lucy 6 release features and behind the scenes. So um, my favorite with this is I, I have not had a chance to listen to it yet, but the show notes provide all sorts of Lucy features coming, including some that haven't been announced yet. So Ooh. like uh, I'm excited for that. And at the very top breaking news, there should be an early beta in early July of Lucy six. Well, hey, today's early July. It is. Where is it? Is Come on. Awesome? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the thing I am most excited about, this can sound weird, um, but it's all the Java integration stuff. So a way to provide Java type UDFs. Um, and the reason is I've been doing a lot of different integrations with Java libraries and uh, a few of them I've had to be like, okay, I guess I have to write my own <laughs> like <laughs> Java file, compile it to a class and include it in the class loader because I need it to, I need this one, you know, function signature that create dynamic proxy is not doing well with, but this will just get rid of so much ugly code I've tried to write. So I'm excited for the Java stuff, especially. But there's so many good things in here. If you haven't taken a look in a while, you can just skim the show notes and see all of the different features that are coming here to Lucy 6. Uh, oh, there's some chatter here. Uh, yep, yeah. CF Timer is one of those hidden gems. Scout's going to write a tag called Old Timer. I don't know who's that directed to, but I would take offense for the both of us, Eric. Um, I didn't realize the point one also have the ability to put Java into CFML either in tags or scripts. Interesting. I don't think I realized that. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, next we have, a, <laughs> we'll keep this in, a, a tweet. It's a kind of tongue-in-cheek tweet from James Moberg um, asking Adobe what it will take to add CFML to their support forum. <laughs> So he has a picture of um, one of the, the posting pages, and you can choose from about a dozen languages, but uh, Cold Fusion is remarkably absent. Um, now, 
I said this is like tongue in cheek because obviously Adobe's a big company and Adobe Cold Fusion is not the like I don't know, the premier product of the company. So whoever made this page either they didn't know about Cold Fusion didn't program it in or even more likely they bought this from some vendor and <laughs> implemented it and doesn't have Cold Fusion. But or, still funny. And still would or, be nice to get Cold Fusion. Or Cold Fusion is so awesome that you don't need support on it. Because <laughs> it just works. Yeah, I, I think all of our experience would say otherwise, but that's a nice thought. <laughs> Man, you're kind of a glass half empty kind of guy, aren't you today, Eric? I, I guess I am. I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, another announcement on our blog uh, the CF Summit 2022 training workshop. Um, we kind of mentioned this already before, but just to reiterate, it's going to be the day after the CF Summit in Las Vegas this October. Uh, Luis and Gavin will be leading the workshop. It's a deep dive, um, two-day workshop in one day. Is that the – wait, no. I, I can't read. It's a – just go to it. It's good. But it's basically going to be going in, and this is the uh, mega cold box zero to mega hero that we talked about, and I cannot talk. And I apologize. Next. Um, also from James Wilberg, there's a QB cheat sheet, which I found very helpful. Um, apparently he searched Bing because he doesn't use the Google and found a Fusion cheat sheet for QB by Tim Badalato. Um, we'll post those links in there. If you use Q if you don't use QB, why not? You should, because QB is awesome. I'm not just saying that because Eric is here today. Um, but go check that out. Uh, it has been fun. I'll say on the on the side, the see James using this. James is using it in a non cold box uh, scenario, which I try to build it for those, but I also you know don't use it in that. So it's one of those funny <laughs> like it's fun to see how other people use it. Recently, he ran into uh, James. This is me publicly acknowledging it because I just saw it as I got back from vacation. Um, the paginate functions don't support a return type of query. Um, so the idea in, Q in QB is you can get the re results back as a query, as an array of structs, or really you could write your own wrapper and have it return anything. Uh, well, evidently my paginate code expected it to be an array uh, because uh, that's all I ever use. I don't like query objects. <laughs> um, but that should be fixed, and we will fix it. There's an issue in now. That was just an, an oversight in the tests, so we'll add a test for that. But again... Uh, it's fun to see people using it in different scenarios, and uh, thanks for reaching out on things that you find that you like and things that could use some improvement. Nice. All right, we have a blog post this week on the Ordis blog, the introduction to MeliSearch. And if you're sitting here like, what is MeliSearch? Well, I don't blame you. Uh, also, if you're sitting there thinking, this is that Elasticsearch? Uh, you're mostly right. So MeliSearch is a lightweight alternative to Elasticsearch. Um, the idea is it's the nice, fuzzy, Google-like searching that you want without having to learn Elasticsearch. Um, I do love uh, Michael's line in here, which is like, why would you want this? He's like, well, MeliSearch's simplicity is its strongest selling point, making it easy to get started without needing to learn dozens of API endpoints or watch an entire webinar on how fuzzy searching works, which is a link to his webinar that he gave. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, 
if you're interested, the good news is if you learn something about Mellow Search or if you've learned Elasticsearch, like these will cross very easily and give you, uh, you'll be able to take your knowledge from one to the next. So, um, and yeah. Just to add, I think it might be pronounced Melly Search. Um, we, we had a big discussion between this internally about is it Melisearch, 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 Miley Search, which was I was rooting for. But no, I, I think they said Melly. So like rhymes with smelly. All righty. I'll take it. Melisearch, Melisearch. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Because we didn't know. And it took Michael some research to actually figure that out. Melisearch. I'm probably also going to pronounce it wrong a lot of times. <laughs> Alrighty. Last, we have one more Ben Nadell blog post here to finish it up. And this made me smile. Um, so it's using an array to power weighted distributions. Um, it's one of those things that sounds fancy. And I love Ben's approach because it's probably how all of us thought about it. Um, so the idea is, okay, you want A 10% of the time, B 20%, and C 70% of the time. How do you randomly like represent that um you might know that like if you call rand you get a number between zero and one and you could use that as the proportion but math um and so <laughs> ben made a function that he would pass the value and the percent as like a a whole number I guess not a whole number, but a natural number. And um, then he would just loop over it 100 times and make that many of each. So if you said, I want 10% to be A, he'd put 10 A's in this array. If you want 10, 20 to be B's, 20 B's, 70 C's, and then uh, he would uh, take it out just of the array. And the array would be random. <laughs> I loved it because it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, is it like the most efficient? No, I guess you could use Rand, but... You know, uh, what does he say? Uh, the main downside to this approach is values need to be repeated in memory, but memory is cheap and array lookups are fast. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's I also like seeing some of the postcode that's like, I don't know, it doesn't have to be clever. You you want yourself to be able to come back later and be like, how is this working? <laughs> so, it made me feel, again, to bring back young Eric, young programmer Eric, this is how he would have done this. Something like this. Maybe not with a nice function, but making an, an array of 100 values to do this. So I'm glad to see, you know, it works. You don't have to have the crazy math. Wow. And not to, you know, beat a dead horse, but young Daniel would have been like, go to cflib.org and see if there's a UDF <laughs> that I could just True. borrow. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So moving on. Uh, CFML jobs. So we have several positions available on getcfmljobs.com, listing over 100 cohesion positions from 55 companies across 47 locations in five. So we have three new jobs listed. Uh, first one is full-time senior full-stack developer. It's cohesion contract six months in the U.S. Um, another one is for a full-time cohesion developer at Hyderabad, Telangana, India. I was posted on July 1st. I apologize if I misspoke on that or mispronounced. The other one is a Cofusion professional at Chennai, Tamil Nadu, India, posted June 29th. We also have the job posting from Haggerty Motorsport Reg for looking for a senior software engineer. 
this was our uh, great sponsored job posting from our Patreon. So thank you again to Motorsport Reg for that. They're looking for a senior software engineer to work with Vue.js, Cold Fusion, and AWS to improve their platform and build Greenfield experiences. They're a 25-person team supporting 1,600 organizations with their SaaS CRM, commerce, and event management platform. With 8,000 events managed in our marketplace annually by our customer, our goal is to be the number one software platform for automotive and motorsport events. Ready to get in the driver's seat? Join us now. Some other job links that you can check out, Order Solutions kind of perpetually has a uh, open job posting. <laughs> if you think that you would do well at Order Solutions, we want to talk to you, basically. Um, Clear Capital, which is Carol from the Working Code podcast, has a job link open. Uh, Nolan Irk has, is looking for a part-time CFML developer that can assist with some projects for their clients over the next few months or possibly longer. And there is a jobs channel in both the CFML Slack team and the Box team Slack team as well. Awesome. And like you were saying, we're always looking. And if I can make it, if anybody can make it, well. Daniel, we, you, you sell yourself short, Daniel. Well, I'm only like 5'8 or so. I used to be 5'9, but, you know, that that's was young. The, that's the selling yourself short part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dad jokes aside, let's talk about the Forgebox module of the week. This one's a special one. It's basically a whole site. It is a Coldbox existing code blog. So this is from Dan Card, who gave a workshop on this a couple weeks back about adding Coldbox to a legacy project. And so this is a basically a repo that you can clone and see some different techniques for integrating Coldbox into your existing project without rewriting the entire thing at once. Yep, that was a good webinar. I don't know if it's up on CFCast yet. It absolutely it's is. It's on CFCast. Go check it out. For free. For free. You should get a link for that. I will look for it while you talk about our VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. <clears throat> so, uh, VS Code, we uh, found a extension called ngrok. For VS Code, it's an extension to control NGROC from the command palette. You can start, stop, and view dashboards for your tunnels. Um, we'll put the link out there. If you don't know what NGROC is, it is a way for you to run a uh, some sort of like utility that open up ports to allow people to come into whatever you are running internally. So you can map, so say you're running a command box site, you've got your command box port, you can start up NGROC, you can map the NGROC to that internal port and then give out that URL externally and somebody can just come in there and hit your site. So this little extension allows you to do it right from within VS Code. Now, when you install it, it does put on, uh, on Grok 2, um, but it's still pretty cool. You just spin it up and, and go. Um, now I know that uh, I was playing with this and I keep having some issues with my Google Chrome, not liking the NGROC URL. And then my uh, ESET also did not like the NGROC URL. So I think I've got some overly sensitive security settings locally that I got to look at. But for NGROC, what it is, it is a cool extension. So please check that out. And if you'd like to know more about NGROC, you can check out Daniel's session from last into the box or go to yes. that conference and learn more. Or yes. the coding with the Kiwi one. There's lots of places NGROC pops up because if you do anything with webhooks, 
you're using Ngrok. <laughs> you can even go to Forgebox and search for Ngrok and see a cool little or module that Eric made, making it very easy to spin it up from your command box. Which, now that you've mentioned all these things, probably doesn't work with the latest Ngrok and needs to be updated. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, the life of software. Okay, well, we have reached the end of our podcast for today, and we want to say thank you all to listening, and a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. These are individuals that are personally supporting our open source initiatives to ensure that our great toolings like Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box, Content Box, Test Box, all your other favorite boxes keep getting the continuous development that they need. It funds our cloud infrastructure that our community relies on, like Forge Box. Excuse me. You can support us on Patreon yourself at patreon.com slash order solutions. There are some awesome perks that we'd love to tell you about. First up, uh, all Patreon supporters get a profile badge on our community website, community.ordersolutions.com, and access to a private forum on that website. There is a private channel in our box team Slack that Patreon supporters have access to. Also, they get access to the live stream with Coding and the Kiwi and Friends. Yeah, they do. Finally, if you subscribe at the Bronze Package or up, you also get a Forgebox Pro and a CFCast subscription as a perk with your Patreon subscription. And I don't know if people have been paying attention. So I, I pay attention. But every time you say anything, I pay attention. And you did not say what this week's adjective was for our Patreon supporters. Oh, no. I didn't. I know. I noticed. Um, I'm calling you out, Eric. You are calling me out. And now I'm, like, randomly so looking will, for some. <laughs> I'll read the names of our awesome Patreon. can't use awesome. How about, I just... how about our... Ooh, some of these are bad. I'm on like a generator site. Um, how about our fierce Patreon? Fierce. <laughs> I, can, I can deal with fierce. Okay. So thank you to all our fierce Patreons, starting with John Wilson at Synaptrex, Brian Gianelli at Hagerty Motorsports Reg, Jordan Clark, Eric Hoffman, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Cadd, Jonathan Parrott, Jeffrey McGee at Sunstar Media, Dean Maunder, Will De Bruin, Joseph Lamery, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Lakshmi Tertahadi, Carl Von Stetten, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Brett DeLine, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Diger, Sean Oden, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mungi, John Wish, Kevin Wright, and Peter Amiri. As always, you can see an up-to-date list of all our sponsors on the Aura Solutions website, orasolutions.com slash about hyphen us slash sponsors. Thank you all for listening to the podcast this week. We will be back with you next week. Absolutely. See you then. See ya. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. 
music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.